Playboy. What's good, Josh? Your man, DJ Playboy. I'm back with another episode of America's Favorite Podcast, The Perfect Talk Podcast. Back in the building, as always, with my man to the right, my dog, representing every time straight out of Brooklyn, New York. Now you representing New Jerusalem. Girl, scream like I'm Keith. Keith. Yeah, I don't represent New Jersey, but no? I'll take it. I mean, it's nice <laughs> out here. No? You can still you can rock both of the uh the 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 Nets gear, the New Jersey shit and the Brooklyn shit. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I suppose <laughs> so. I mean, people who move out here, they still rep where they're from. They just live out here because it's just a little bit more space and room. They New Jersey seems the- like like one of those transplant towns, like one of those heavy transplant places. Big time, yeah. yeah. <laughs> a lot of people move here from Connecticut too. A lot of people move here from other places to get access to the city, but not to have the. All the like the the hecticness of the the city life, the <laughs> New York city life. Oh yeah, man, get you some uh, old New Jersey Jason Kid, <laughs> New Jersey Nets gear and shit, bro. I'm about to, man. I'm about to go find some old defunct sports store and see if they, what they got. <laughs> What's good with you, man? Everything's good. Can't complain, man. Like I, got, good? I came down with a little cold, a little under the weather, but I don't know if I'll sound a little nasally on the. On the track, but you know, I'm trying my best and powering through. Yeah, yeah, man, that's what's up. We appreciate you coming out, showing up again, episode 55, back again for the people, here to represent for y'all. Life's good on my end too, man. Thanks for asking. Um, <laughs> <laughs> can't complain. Doing well. The same grind, same, same grind, same time. But we can get right into it, man. This week, there's a lot of news, a lot of, a lot of fuckboy shit going on, bro. <laughs> a lot of people just. Just snitching on the game. <laughs> What's going on this week? Jeez, Louise, man. What's? I mean, did more no more Nigerians get framed for something? More Nigerians? Uh, I, I, not that I know of, man. But uh, some Full House, <laughs> some Full House stars, some Desperate Housewives stars, the children mm-hmm. of famous people. Just, just all everyone. Everyone's going down this week, man. It all started with this dude. Named William Rick Singer. And you know you can never trust a nigga with two names. <laughs> <laughs> like, I was seeing news publications. I'm like, wait, am I following the right stories? Is this William Singer or Rick Singer? Like, who the fuck am I watching here? Because different people were using different names. But Rick Singer is the uh, alleged ringleader of a college admission scandal. Apparently, he was helping uh, several families, well-to-do families, because it did cost a lot of money to uh, use his services, um, to get their kids into college using his college prep uh, business, private life coaching and college uh, counseling. Um, he has pled guilty <laughs> and, and, and subsequently started snitching, <laughs> uh, pled guilty to money laundering, racketeering, tax evasion, obstruction of justice uh, for paying off coaches and exam proctors. Uh, and then wore a wire to then take down the people that enlisted his services, which is crazy. <laughs> which is I'm sure it's gangster because his friends are probably like, man, this nigga's an SAT prep. He, he driving a goddamn Benz. <laughs> Yo, Dude, mil- house is huge. Millions of dollars was, was given to this man. I'm talking about millions and millions of dollars. Like, I don't know how much it costs to go to USC, <laughs> but they say in Lori London, Sorry, Lori Laughlin, apologize. Lori Laughlin of Full House fame, Aunt Becky, uh, allegedly paid over 500 grand to get her daughters in the USC. I guess, yeah, I guess if you break it down into both daughters. <laughs> <It's not laughs> but damn, like, 500 grand to get her daughters in the USC, bro. Like, uh, she was, and then she was arrested and charged and, uh, 
was uh, released on a million dollars bail. So she had to that come shit up. Is, that shit is gangster, man. That's the truest case of I didn't know I couldn't do that. Yo, but, and we'll get to that in a second, but I, I think a lot of you people didn't really know these were crimes. <laughs> well, I mean, I'll be honest. When I heard it, I was like, damn, man, they got jammed up with what they thought was a hookup. Yeah, yeah. Because it's, it's the classic case of a hookup, and when you're that rich, you don't realize how ridiculous it is, probably. But it's like the the, the real hookup. It's like, um, I don't know if you've ever done this hustle, but like getting a defensive driver's like the, the certificate without actually going to the class. I have not. <laughs> and if I did, I wouldn't say it on on the podcast. But no, I, 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 I did it. I just said it's like it's I, like I, that, I, I say I say I ain't Rick singing out here. <laughs> I ain't say you did it either. I'm just saying, bro. I've, I've never even heard of that. But that sounds. That's, that, I'm sure that goes on. I'm sure that goes on. So Lori Lofton uh, was like I said, uh, arrested early this week, charged with uh, sorry, charged and released on a million dollars bail, allegedly as being part of this scandal. Um, she allegedly paid five hundred grand to get her daughters into USC, which is incredible. Uh, subsequently, was released from the Hallmark Channel, and, and um, to to your point about and Full House, they fired her from Fuller House or whatever show she's on now. Oh, she's on that show. I didn't know she was I, on Fuller House. I think she she got fired from two things. I know Hall Hallmark stuff, but okay. It must have been full of house. Yeah, yeah, fact, yeah, let's yeah. just go with that fact. I feel <laughs> run with it, run with it. Yeah. <laughs> um, she actually was. Oh yeah, you know what? That makes sense. Yeah, because I think some of the old cast members do make appearances on full house. The one episode I've seen <laughs> had old cast members on it. But but like I said, to your point about um it being a hookup and maybe not really knowing it was a crime, I felt like that, and then I learned more of the details of the case. And then some of these cases, like motherfuckers, was photoshopping their kids' faces on athletes' bodies. That shit's hilarious. <laughs> like, yo, Rick Rick Singer was quoted as saying, um, in one picture, like, hey, it's it's this picture's athletic enough. They 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 won't know it's not her. <laughs> 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 Which is it, it's gangster and it is one of them things where I guess if you're on the uh receiving end of it, you don't really necessarily Think about like who's hurting. Better, like you're the beneficiary of it. Exactly, the beneficiary of it. You don't yeah. really uh, realize who is hurting. And, and and some people could even defend, hey, Lori London and Felicity Huffman, they were just gangster-ass parents looking out for their kids. Yeah. But you also, said Lauren London? Lauren London in on this shit, too? Lori Lawful. I don't know why I keep saying Lauren London. But <laughs> 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 well, I'd be gangster if they got her, too. Man. Yeah. <laughs> you never know. Um, nah, because... They, that's I mean, some people be like, yo, they ride or die parents. They going hard for their kids. But I think what got everybody caught up is some of these kids is dumb as shit. <laughs> and then they look, people's like, how the fuck did she get in the USC? You know what I'm saying? And, yeah. and I didn't. Or, or even, um, you hear about, I, I don't know, did, I don't know if it was you that told me about this or if I read it somewhere, but like a lot of like Asian um, students, I guess, are against like uh, affirmative action. Because mm-hmm. it feels like they feel like it's leaving them out of uh, it's, it's taking a spot away from them in terms of admissions. So right. they're like anti affirmative action. And, and I mean, this isn't helping the situation at all either. At all. Like, you know what I'm saying? People just, just paying their way in pretty much. Which is another thing that's crazy too is like the old school way of paying your way into college is your parents like buy a building. Or a wing, or they donate a lot of right, money right, to the school. That's the old school way. <laughs> that's well. That's yeah. That's pretty much what I've been hearing. No, not not like for regular people. I'm talking about for like rich people whose well, kids couldn't couldn't get in through regular means. Well, like, that's you know, true. So daddy, they daddy that would buy thing. a wing, or daddy would buy a library, or something. You know what I mean? 
they have that whole thing of like legacy kids or whatever, like your parents went to the school. Uh-huh. And then they also like what you're mentioning, the whole buy a wing of a building or buy an entire building or donate an insane amount of money. People are saying it's that, that in-between joint, though, where you're rich, but you're not building rich. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So the building is completely legal. Like, that's, like, in accordance with the rules. But that in-between joint where, you, you're, where you're broke compared to them people, but you still have a really nice house or houses, but you can't donate over, like, $1.2 million or something like that. Yeah. These people. So it's like, it's like they got to cheat. Like, cheat, cheat. Like pay huge amounts of money to fucking yo that's crazy yo they said these people is athletes and put their face on the picture it's like yo water polo <laughs> yo, it, remind, it, remind, it reminds <laughs> me when I had uh, like windows paint like you know when you on the old windows computers you go to start accessories and just choose paint mm-hmm. and start like copying and pasting like when you first learned about copying and pasting mm-hmm. it just reminds me of that shit Try to even out the skin shade a little bit from the face and the that's, body. That's what it was. It was exactly what it was, dog. Like I got and I got homeboys who do that shit all day. Like they do funny pictures at work, so they'll yeah. take a coworker's face. Like they'll secretly take a picture of him, <laughs> and then take his face and put it on like some like, gay porn, <laughs> some something crazy <laughs> like that. Like <laughs> and then and then like but you know what I mean. And then show it to their homeboys or something like that. Clearly, your company doesn't have an HR department. <laughs> Niggas got no training, no sensitivity training. <laughs> Where the hell do you work? Yo, and then here's the other thing too with Lori Laughlin. Let me make sure I pronounce that correct this time. Her daughter, at the time when this came out, her daughter was on spring break, I guess, on a yacht of one of the top USC board of trustees. Like <laughs> they was out there partying on Homeboy's so yacht. <laughs> and he, he he called he like he was like, yo, she got it. We gotta. You got to send her home. <laughs> she yeah. got to go. She kicked off the boat. Like, they're saying, this is not, this can't go down. We can't have paparazzi taking pictures of her on my boat. But the point is, if you cool with, enough to hop on the yacht, you wasn't cool enough to hop, <laughs> to ask if you could go. Like, you know what I'm saying? To ask, like, from what I understand, she's homegirls with his daughter. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I'm assuming for a couple years now. Mm-hmm. That's another way that you could have gotten to school. Like, the top board of trustees, one of, one of the top board of trustees member, like, he could, you know what I mean, get you through the system uh, legally. <laughs> it's like they went out their way with this Rick Singer dude. Um, even Phil Mickelson has came out, and he's before it even, you know, before his name even gets put out there, he's like, yeah, I used, I used Rick Singer, but we didn't, we didn't do no bribes, we didn't do no funny stuff. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, come on, come on, well, dog. Before he said anything, I'm sure he checked with his lawyer, be like, you know, what can they find out? What can't they find out? Or yeah, he made sure his paper trail was clean. Yeah, and he's like, "All right, before y'all stop just popping my name up, I'm gonna I'm hop out in front of this and say that we've used this company before and da da da." But that's just that, that's insane, bro. <laughs> um, and I guess I don't I didn't know this. Lori Laughlin is married to the dude that uh, the brand maker Massimo. I guess is a clothing line. Okay. So I mean, they got money. I I I feel like I've seen that brand in like Target. Yeah, it's like one of those kind of brands, yeah, that 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 got like some type of deal with Target or, or Walmart or whatever. Right. And, um, so I mean, they, I would assume they got money. Her daughter actually is a um, social media influencer, and they're saying yeah. that she's pretty that, big too. Yeah, she's starting to lose some of her. She has a video where she's showing her dorm room and pretty much saying, "Yeah, Amazon paid for all this." 
That's gangster. <laughs> so Amazon's coming today to film film some stuff because they you know they decked the whole room out and blah but blah. But make blah. it sounds like it sound like Amazon's complicit, but when really Amazon's just doing it's a normal business. You Amazon's just trying to make it. money. <laughs> yeah, you deal with the influencer. Yeah. So, but the, just her saying that and people putting those stories together mm-hmm. makes it sound like well Amazon was funding her whole criminal <laughs> criminal enterprise. Hell yeah. And Felicity um, Huffman is she's married to William H Macy. Now if you don't know who he is. It's hard for me to describe who he is, but I think he's the dad from Shameless. Well, I, I think I know he is who the he dad is. from Shameless. Okay, because, you know, he's one of those dudes that was like, oh, that dude. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? It's like when I say Paul Giamatti, people be like, oh, that dude. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, so, you know, and if you don't know him from Shameless, you might know him as the guy who got his wife boned at, in, um, what's that movie with about porn? Oh, uh, Boogie Nights? Boogie Nights, yeah, he had to watch his wife get, um, you know. He was just having sex with his wife in the driveway. <laughs> oh, well, he's a director. I didn't see the movie. You didn't see the movie yet. Yeah, there was a scene where his wife, it's, a, it's it? like a big porn party, and people were like, some porn star was having sex with his wife. Like, it was insane. Everybody was just watching. So he oh, 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 I thought it was like a scene. Like, he was a director filming a scene or something like that. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> he, it was like a house party at somebody, probably his house. Uh-huh. Yeah, well, got it. I guess yeah. I put, put Sorry to bring the mood list. down like that. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry to bring the mood down, but uh <laughs> now from what I understand, Boogie Nights has a lot of weird scenes like that, like from what I've heard of the movie. So I, I just not that doesn't sound out of character for that movie. But yeah. um Yeah, he has he, he for some reason the feds ain't coming after him though. I know she Felicity Huffman like, hold on. <laughs> hold up. What you mean he, what you mean just me? <laughs> Word. He, cause he, and they, they said they got his voice on like on phone calls and everything, but it seems like she was more of the uh, the ringleader in the family, I guess, pushing to make it happen. It may have been a case of where she was just like, "We got a hookup." He's like, "All right, yeah, whatever, do your thing." Mm-hmm. And then he was like, "I'm gonna go work, uh, but yeah, whatever you gotta do, just do it." She, maybe she didn't tell him the details. I hope she didn't, cause I like William H Macy, but if he's he, involved. He, yeah, they said. Oh, oh, well, one of the phone calls, it was a. Uh, he he said something along the lines of how can we get her her grades like her SAT grades higher or something like that, referring to the or how, or his kid. I, I don't know if it's a daughter or son, but how can we get their SAT grades higher? Mm-hmm. Um, the schools involved include Stanford, Yale, UCLA, USC, of course, Georgetown, University of San Diego, so it's Wake Forest. <laughs> so it's, I mean, it's some big schools, bro. There's some people going down. I think Lori Laughlin's children have just left the school. They said they're just gonna leave school. Yeah, and not ride through it, but um, a lot of the, the students involved in this are are like in fear of being bullied, <laughs> which I mean, you I don't condone that, man. Yeah, I don't condone that. bullying, but like uh, in some cases, you might just have to ride with that. Yeah, man, like yeah. that's just par for the course. Like some bullying should, well, first of all, shouldn't some of it shouldn't be called bullying, but let's call it bullying. Some of it's like you just gotta take it. You know what I'm saying? You can make a joke out of it or something like that or whatever. It's kind of like when uh. No, like your mom would come to school in her in her house gown because something happened at school and she's like, I ain't even getting dressed for this. I'm coming in curlers. <laughs> then all your friends, your friends see your mom all angry and shit in school, and then you just gotta get roasted for a good six weeks. It's rough, man. It's rough, and that sucks too. Like that. I guess before your cases, well, I guess the Jussie Smollett went through the same thing, right? Before your cases even like decided or ended, you know, you're losing your job pretty much. You're taking away, and like it's not like. If she's found innocent, which I don't think Lori Laughlin's gonna be found innocent in this situation, but like, not if you're found innocent, like Hallmark ain't gonna call you back. Like, all right, we just playing. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, was, those are jokes. 
You got to take that. But I mean, and that happens to real people that like speak. You were speaking about my job. That my job has a conduct policy like that. That if you get arrested for some shit, you you pretty much you don't lose your job, but you pretty much can't work until everything's been settled. Yeah, I've worked at a job like that before where they just like, um, yeah, uh, we're gonna have to suspend you. Which really, well, I was in college, so I got I got arrested on a misdemeanor, mm-hmm. and they were like, yeah, I was like, well, it's, it's supposed to be getting settled. They're like, well, when it gets settled. Then you could have reapplied. <laughs> Not even reapply, but like then you could come but come back. But it was like a part time job, so I didn't really care that much. Yeah. Um. So yeah, man. That's. I'm sure more developments gonna come out. Those look like, and then, and then another thing too. Those look like just the two biggest names. So those are the names everyone's focusing on. And and I guess Felicity Huffman's a little is lucky in the situation that Lori Laughlin's a little bit more meme friendly because <laughs> those the Full House memes are rampant. You know what I mean? But uh, Felicity Huffman, has, she's received a couple, too. You know what I mean? So it just yeah. sucks that when you're for the kids in that situation. Um, I, saw, I saw Becky with the bad grades. That was a good one. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. One of the uh, late night dudes was like, it was, this is the Becky with the good hair that Beyonce warned us about. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, everybody going to run with their jokes. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, man. Have fun with it. But they they should have told, they should have told, uh, what's his name? William... What's the dude who, the ringleader? Oh, uh, William Rick Singer. William Rick Singer. They should have told him, like Jeezy said, if you get jammed up, don't mention my name. <laughs> I yeah. think he said, everybody going down. If I, he went out like Nino Brown. <laughs> yeah. He said, it's bigger than than, than Rick Singer. <laughs> everybody going down for this shit, man. But uh, let's lighten up the, I, I guess lighten up the mood a little bit. Uh, there was a Jaguar attack this week at a zoo. <laughs> and a lady was attacked by a jaguar, right? You hear that? You like, damn, what the fuck, man? They can't control their animals until, yeah. you, <laughs> until you find out that this lady went past the barrier that humans are designed to go past, so she could take a selfie. Crazy. And I guess the jaguar heard about a uh, homeboy that killed the mountain lion. <laughs> she was like, "Nah, you're too close. <laughs> you're too close, man. <laughs> you're too close, man." And then you start choking this lady out. I guess, I guess got a got a good grip of her arm with his claw. Motherfuckers describing his claw like it was some mutant shit. Like yeah, his claw came outside this cage and then wrapped around her arm. I'm like, well, that's it is a cat. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That is what they do. And fucking, I, I guess that she had to be rescued by somebody either throwing a water bottle or squirting water at the the jaguar. Or something got got the jaguar to eventually release this lady's arm. And so the videotape you see is not of her actually being attacked. The videotape isn't of the rescue. The The videotape that you do see is her on the ground, crying in pain, rolling around on the ground. And um, I guess I should announce first, they're not, the, the zoo has announced they're not going to kill the uh, jaguar. jaguar. Yeah, they're not going to harambe that motherfucker. So <laughs> shout out to the jaguar. But. The lady's actually like upset that they released the video that the people who rescued her released the video of her on the floor rather than pain. And I'm like, nah, nah, that needs to be a, a lesson to other dumb motherfuckers just like you <laughs> that want to cross the barrier and want to do some shit. Like, you think she has a right to be upset about that? Yeah. Well, if she has a right to be upset about them releasing the video. Yeah. She got a right to be upset, but she got to understand, you know what I'm saying? Like. I could get it that she's extra embarrassed because it's so stupid mm-hmm. and so absurd. I mean, it just is what it is. She's, she wants to take selfies with a Jaguar. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you want to be part of that social media life, then you got to 
take you gotta everything. be part. You gotta take the good with the bad. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's social media life. That's what it's about. They're gonna post some joint of you. You do something stupid, you gonna get roasted on social media. Mm-hmm. And furthermore, they're trying to protect themselves. They're like, whoa. You know, they they call it human error. That's a diplomatic way of saying, man, come on now. Just no. But uh, it brings up that <laughs> it brings up that that larger theme of people needing to get the perfect shot. And I always say, man, I hate selfies. I hate the idea of selfie cams. I mm-hmm. really. And I said in another episode when we had a questioner asking about that, that, you know, what should I do with my selfie and dating sites and shit like that. Yeah. Nah, man. <laughs> can't do selfies, them. Yo, selfie. I, the idea of selfies, I just, I just don't like it about. Just how self-absorbed, and you just kind of it, it rewires your brain into thinking, I gotta get myself in the best possible circumstance or whatever you think the best possible circumstances. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? This lady went close to a, a jaguar. You know what I'm saying? It, this ain't no fancy thing like the car. Like we think ja- jaguar. This fancy <laughs> man jaguars killed things for real. Things could, that's larger than humans. That could be dangerous too. Niggas take selfies in front of nice cars too. <laughs> that's dangerous too exactly so whether you take a picture in front of a Jaguar with a heartbeat or one with a revving engine this is just don't do it it reminds me of this uh, story I think it was by the Grand Canyon this, cu- this couple was trying to get the perfect selfie by the Grand Canyon and I guess they got too close and fell off oh did they? oh wow yeah I'm not gonna spoil the end but they didn't make it <laughs> not and <laughs> Yo, just the I like the, the well, whole concept well, of selfie sticks and shit. Like, I just hate it. While you were saying that, and I was thinking also with the with the lady, while you were saying that she was taking a selfie, the Jaguar lady, um, had you had these people had someone else take their picture for them, that person could have warned them, <laughs> yo, that Jaguar's about to claw you, or yes. you're you've gone too far past the edge, you know what I'm saying? Yes. And it's like a culture nowadays. I went out um for hibachi a couple weeks ago, and you know how hibachi you might be sitting at a table with people you don't know because the right. way the, the, the table's set up. So um, I was sitting next to a family, and they were doing that. They were taking selfies, and then, like, they were taking a couple shots, and I think the mom even dropped the, phone, the girl's phone at some point or whatever, trying to, like, look at it. And I just asked them. I was like, yo, you guys want me to take a picture? And they, like, at first, like, they looked like they were just so confused by it, like, uh... Is this nigga gonna run off with our phone? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And then they like they thought about it for a second. They were like, yeah, why not? Sure. And then they, you know, I took the picture for them and they were like, oh my gosh, that's so much better. <laughs> oh, because you know, like they're not all trying to like obviously it's gonna be a better picture than them trying to lean in and take a selfie, you know what I mean? Well, it, so I'm assuming maybe there were some people there over 40. It was a family. It was a, yeah, it was old it was parents and a, a younger girl, uh younger girl. She might have been like in her twenties or thirties, but yes. the, the, the parents were a little older. Okay, yeah. So at least with that. You had some people that's like they remember, they remember the good old days when people had to take a picture for you. But sometimes I see groups of people, like it'd be a group of girls, let's say five of them, or you know, it's usually girls, honestly, and the women. And you know, let's say all of them are under the age of thirty-five, and I see them like struggling, like really dislocating their shoulders, really getting <laughs> they rotator cuffs in there, trying to take some some picture, and I'm like, oh. Yeah, Y'all good? Like, yeah, I could take it for y'all if you want. They're like, nope, we're good. I'm like, this shit is ridiculous. Like, what kind of picture would that be? <laughs> yeah, what kind of picture would that be? My arm wouldn't be in it. You wouldn't see my biceps at a weird angle. 
Yeah, no, nah, yeah, I didn't even think about it as being like a, a, a age generational thing. But yeah, you're right about that. Like, I'm from the school of asking someone to hold your disposable camera and be like, yo, can you take a picture of me and my girl real quick? You know what I mean? Yeah. Something like that. But yeah, you're right about that. Man, but yeah, don't, don't, we shouldn't even have to say this. Don't cross the barrier at the zoo, people. Especially for a selfie. Like, you're going to get roasted. <laughs> you're going to look stupid. Don't do it. Yeah, man. I, I just, oh, man. And you know, it's funny because uh, my wife this morning was telling me about what the you know this whole stigma between like so we were watching this co- com- uh, comedian comedian her name is uh Yashir she's a British comedian I forgot I forgot her last name and she was talking about this whole thing of white crime versus like other crime and stuff like uh, uh, um crimes of other races like, okay, so like white people crime white white people crime yeah okay. So like um, you know you'd watch a news story they don't show the the picture of the suspect and you're like I know who did that <laughs> that's a white person so it reminds me it reminds me of the whole college scam right like uh-huh. they're like oh there's a, a huge college scam and people paid you know half a million dollars to do this and that and everyone's like we know who did that mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying <laughs> so it's like oh somebody got their arm ripped apart from taking a selfie with a jaguar because they crossed the barrier they didn't belong behind and people are like we know who did that yeah exactly <laughs> You already before you even hear the story, but I didn't need to see the video. I knew what yeah. time it was. Like, yeah. man. <laughs> and, and and subsequently the nigga that killed the mountain lion, I knew what that was too. <laughs> I was like, yeah. That's a white dude. Yeah, right. <laughs> but um I guess in another uh, situation of uh white crime and black crime. So so far right now we got don't don't lie on your SATs, don't pay your way <laughs> to try to bribe your way into college. Don't cross the barriers to take pictures with jaguars or any type of wildlife at the zoo. And 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 I guess don't start a beef with Russell Westbrook at a basketball game because before this picture came out, I knew this was a white dude. <laughs> I knew just by Russell Westbrook's response, you know what I'm saying? Like cuz cuz Stephen A Smith had said it too and I'll get I'll get to exactly, but black people don't do this at at games. <laughs> black people don't go to no basketball game where you about 20 feet away from from a a 6 foot 7 200 pound motherfucker and just start saying whatever comes to your mind like that's some white dude shit especially in utah Word. <laughs> but russell westbrook that, that's the key to it right there man utah <laughs> russell westbrook had a game this week against the uh utah jazz and uh a gentleman decided that he was going to heckle i guess yeah heckle's the term the uh he was gonna heckle russell westbrook decide to Say things that were a little bit, eh, a little bit like a uh, homoerotic type stuff. Yeah, I don't, I don't know if it's going racism or if he was going for what it's called, but basically Shane Kiesel decided to say things like call him boy, uh, told him to get down on his knees like like he used to, all this nonsense. And so Russell Westbrook responded like, "Yo, I will fuck you up, you and your wife." <laughs> like and, then, <laughs> and for some reason the video that everyone sees obviously is, is not of the fan yelling these things out and saying these things but uh to be called uh sorry to, uh but russell westbrook's responding of i'll fuck you and your wife up um so kind of make already you kind of looking at it like damn westbrook what's going on and then more of the story comes out shane kiesel uh decided he wanted to do an interview after the game make himself sound innocent 
saying, well, this this is one of the greats. <laughs> Russell Westbrook, I'm just going back and forth with him. You know what I mean? Uh, I, I thought we were having fun. And, and next thing I know, he just starts cursing. I didn't say any any swear words, anything bad. I thought we were having fun. And next thing I know, he just takes it to that level. And, and he decides to, uh, he's like, my wife is five five feet nothing, 100 pounds. You know, this is her first NBA game. Welcome to the NBA, Jen. <laughs> Comes out with some wild shit like that. Um, the, but then Russell West, Westbrook, during his little uh, post-game media scrum, said exactly what happened, that the fan told him to get down on his knees like he used to, was uh, shouting all types of things at him. I guess a second fan has been cited as, as uh, using the boy comment. Mm-hmm. Um, and both of those gentlemen have been banned, Shane Kiesel and the other fan. Um, but it's just, it's just like this level of, there's no line of respect like for these NBA stars, and this is a difference between I right, I'm here, I'm rooting for my team, boo the other team. To now you you coming out saying this, and I guess Shane Kiesel did not know that the internet keeps receipts on everything, <laughs> and decided too late to delete his Twitter because by the time he deleted it, there was already a ton of tweets out there that proved that he had some type of uh, vendetta against Westbrook for years, right? Uh, based off his tweets, um. Basically, just just saying, just says that someone needs to fuck him up, someone needs to kick his ass, all this wild stuff. So it kind of seems like a rare coincidence that you're going to get seats on the opposing team side, close to their bench. You know what I mean? Russell Westbrook is known for sitting at the edge of the bench, so you're going to get seats, you know what I mean, kind of close to where he would sit. Um, and, and then getting to it just seems way too coincidental in the NBA upon their investigation. Utah Jazz also decided that nah, this dude's in the wrong. I mean, Westbrook was cited for cursing, uh, sorry, fined uh, 25 grand for cursing at a fan, mm-hmm. uh, which is just NBA rules that you know, I mean, once once he said what he said, it, it had to be done. But um, I'm glad that this fan was proven to be this the ignorant racist person that he was because there's no limitations, there's nothing. I mean, there was an NFL game. What not too long ago, where fans in somewhere in Florida, because you know Florida gets wild, <laughs> somewhere in Florida, with, where they were throwing bears at a player that was ejected, and homeboy was running into the stands. He's like, "Fuck that," you know what I'm saying? Like, but but everyone wants to look at the athletes, like they're these crazy monsters, and they're just supposed to just take whatever the fuck you throw at them. Nah, bro, these are human beings. You know what I mean? Like, Boston has been cited for saying racist stuff at their games. You know what I mean? Like uh, I think it was people, Adam. Well, Boston's just racist. <laughs> period. Full stop. Yeah, yeah. Utah is the same thing. Utah has been been um had the reputation, you know, rightfully or wrongfully, of of being along the same lines. But it's like they gotta there's there's gotta be more to protect the the NBA players. And I'll, I'll let you talk on it. Just what your opinion is of it. I mean, do you think that Westbrook have, has should have even been fined in the first place? I mean, the rules are rules. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. that's that's written on paper. But uh, Westbrook should have known that. Yeah, going into it, no matter yeah, what fan, to him. Fans are wilding, man. You said they had that um that soccer, oh soccer joint where um last dude week you got punched from behind. Dude yeah, ran on the field. Yeah, yeah, he ran on the field and punched him like he punched him from behind. Like, that's crazy. A good punch too. It wasn't like <laughs> it was like a club punch, bro. It was literally a club punch. It was like that Serge Ibaka joint. That Serge Ibaka punched a homie from Cleveland. <laughs> well, Serge Ibaka, like, yeah, he's choke slammed him first. Yeah, <laughs> but but it came out of nowhere. Homeboy was his back was kind of turned. Yeah, you right. Yeah, but but back to fans just wilding. 
Yo, there's got to be some kind of respect, man. I think I feel as if so the disrespect, the disrespectful tenor of social media is kind of bleeding into society, or it has already ble- uh, bled into society. So you see the president talking as if this is like a Twitter, like a Twitter feed, and all these people saying wacky shit. Then you got the shooting um, in New Zealand, the mass, the the te- the terrorist. Um, oh, they shot shooting up several mosques. And and yeah, like, yeah, yeah. He wants a couple mosques, and, and um, was it one dude? It wasn't one dude, right? It was like a group of people. I think it was a group of people, but there was like a, a main ringleader, and he had like his shit on social media, and I think he live streamed it. Yeah, yeah, I heard on that, social yeah. media while he was doing it. That's so nice. people are just wilding. Like we just lost our senses. We lost decorum. People just can't be decent. And granted, this is nothing new, but I feel as if people feel more emboldened just to do dumb stuff. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, they had that little kid. I don't know what the little kid did to Russell Westbrook. I don't know why people are picking on Russell Westbrook. Fans are picking on Russell Westbrook in general. Because he looks like he's easy to tick off. Like, that short temper. You know what I mean? Right. Like, yeah. mm-hmm. right. Well, it's interesting because... What'd the kid do, though? I don't know what he did, but Russell Westbrook... Russell Westbrook was actually pretty polite, but I just saw him talking to him like, hey, listen, man, you can't do certain things. Like, oh, yeah? You hear, yeah, the kid had, like, front row seats, like, courtside seats. White, what was it a white crime? <laughs> it, it, it happened. It happened to be a white kid, but white crime. I knew it. Yeah, crime. <laughs> I knew it. <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, yeah, the fans. I, I I don't get it, and I can't completely blame it on social media. Clearly, I, I just hate social media and selfies, but. <laughs> it's like when um, that fan threw a, a full a full glass of soda at Ron Artest while he was trying to cool off from a little scrum back. Yeah. Like, was that like ten, like uh, ten, fifteen, like fifteen years ago, maybe? Yeah, damn, we was in college. Yeah, right. About the, yeah. yeah, somewhere between there. Yeah, somewhere it's around fifteen years ago, right? The whole the whole brawl that happened in Detroit. Mm-hmm. Yo, the dude Ron Artest trying to cool down, and the dude threw a full cup of soda at him. <laughs> And he went full. A dude, he went full. A dude just threw a, a full cup of soda at me. I mean, that's what happened, right? Like, how are you supposed to react? That jaguar went jaguar. Yeah, the, the jaguar <laughs> went jaguar. Like he went full. I just got a cup thrown at me, and it was full of beverage mm-hmm. with ice in it. Yo, <laughs> sticky. He was his Coca Cola. His Coca. <laughs> so it was like some kind of like orange or like Dr Pepper or something. But that's not the hair there. Yo, fans are wild. Like, just go enjoy the game. Be nice. You know, this dude was an adult. Maybe if a teenager did it, it would still be horrible. But, you know, we just got to be decent, man. Your money doesn't, the money you pay, especially if it's court side seats, does not entitle you to be an asshole. They don't entitle you to be a dickhead. Like, I don't even like James Dolan. You know what I mean? I'm, the Knicks have, have, haven't been great for years, and people blame James Dolan for it. But it doesn't mean just because you see James Dolan that you could yell out whatever the fuck you want to at James Dolan. You know what I'm saying? Like, he, he can ban you. He's within the, well within his rights to do that. You know what I mean? Like, have respect for another human being that that human being can kick your ass. <laughs> you right. know what I'm saying? Like, you don't think your money protects you from that. Like, LeBron hears a lot of crazy stuff. LeBron, because people just feel like they could talk to him any old type of way. Like, LeBron will kick your ass. Right. <laughs> throw, throw some money at you. I guess uh, Charles Barkley was talking about how he, he punched a fan mid-game. <laughs> he's like yo my man I, I'm, I, you got about one more chance and then I'm gonna have to you know what I mean do something about this and he said he turned around and snuffed him sometimes you gotta snuff a dude 
Blake Blake Griffin did the, I like Blake Griffin how Blake Griffin does it because he try he does it in a way where he could kind of try to play it off, but it, it's not like he had the one fan behind him was talking some shit, and so um he just said he act like he was drinking his water and he just threw the water behind him behind his shoulder and it got all over the fan you know what I mean like that's, that's how you gotta like that. <laughs> that's I how you gotta like handle it yeah. Cause the fan was sitting there like, "Yo, did that really just happen? <laughs> like, did he just do that to me? You know what I'm saying? But yeah. you can't just because he ain't gonna sit there. He ain't, he ain't gonna play himself. He ain't, he ain't about to lose twenty five grand over you. Which whether that, you think that's a lot of money or not to them, that's twenty five grand you could have spent on something else. Right? You know what I'm saying? Like he ain't he like, nah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna pour this Gatorade on you, dog. <laughs> like take that. Yeah. But yeah, man. So a lot of do's and don'ts this episode. But yeah, don't be an asshole at basketball games. Add that to the list. <laughs> you know what I mean your, your ticket does The ticket prices Do not in, allow you To be an asshole man Don't punch soccer stars Don't do that Don't do it <laughs> Cause that'll get you Banned as well Um So next one Is, is a tricky one man They got all this Nonsense coming out I wouldn't even say nonsense All this Uh just new revelations, I guess, about Michael Jackson, or even old revelations brought back to light about uh, child abuse and and, and uh, sexual molestation of young boys uh, coming out with the Leaving Neverland documentary that's premiered. Um, and now it's reached a point where people are in certain countries aren't playing Michael Jackson's music on the radio anymore. Um, I think we even brought that up about R. Kelly. Like, like can we still listen to R. Kelly? I, I was in the gym the other day, and R. Kelly came on on shuffle, and I was like, yeah, I'm going to hit that skip button. Because <laughs> because I couldn't even I was just like I wasn't in the mood for it I can't I didn't feel comfortable hearing it but Michael Jackson's music being removed from certain radio stations people are not playing them and now the Simpsons have come out um and said that there's an episode where Michael Jackson is not credited in in the episode as being on it but his voice uh you can't tell is on the episode and they're not they're no longer gonna play that episode in reruns in syndication or anything like you you will no longer be able to see that episode. Um, on television anymore they're gonna basically burn it from the history books um and that just brings up a bigger debate like is it are we gonna remove i believe i can fly from space jam you know what i'm saying like is this that would thing? be gangster <laughs> if they did that you know, <laughs> all the dvds they ship out to all these old school ass people who still own dvd players <laughs> and just scratch that shit and put some <laughs> Put some old like Casey and JoJo or some shit like that. <laughs> oh I my never have my my lover. <laughs> While Jordan's dunking on some green monster. And, but but even I mean I believe I can fly is, is kind of bigger than R. Kelly. Mayor De Blasio didn't even know he was dancing to it. <laughs> well, yeah, furthermore, an entire church made a dance to it. <laughs> and he probably like he was he got caught up in the moment. He was doing what everyone else is doing. It's I'm just. Uh, uh, do a little tangent here about this joint. So they're they're singing the choir in a in a church was singing. I believe I can fly. Mayor De Blasio was I guess was maybe a guest of honor there, and everyone in the congregation started like flapping their wings real s- slowly and real sultry like while the song was being sang, and I'm like an entire church made this goofy ass dance up. However, the dance is so easy. To join along with, you know what I'm saying? Like this ain't the Cupid shuffle. This is just you just flap your flap your wings a couple times and De Blasio, he looked good doing it. You know what I'm saying? He's about <laughs> six eight. He was real like elegant with it and everything. But yeah, like that's a song. I believe I can fly is definitely bigger than the person. Yeah, he's like, well, shit, I could do this dance shit. <laughs> I, could do the, I could do the bird dance. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
But yeah, yeah, the songs, a lot of Michael Jackson songs are, you don't even necessarily think of Michael Jackson, you know what I'm saying? Like, like you know what I mean? Like, Thriller is its own thing, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, uh, Beat It is its own thing. Like, you don't necessarily sit there and think about, or even Jack, are you going to stop playing Jackson 5 song? Are we going to be like, oh, well, he was only 10 when this came out. He didn't do any crimes yet. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like it's it, it, it's a weird place when you start deciding that you want to burn shit from the history books or even punish. Like I don't even think Mayor De Blasio should get in trouble for that. I think obviously the people, his enemies, are gonna use that against him, right? Because it's like, oh, well, R. Kelly's in the news right now. Like, dog, what you doing? But come on, man, that's 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 white crime going wrong. He didn't know what he was doing. <laughs> you know yeah, what he saying? damn sure didn't. So it's like. I, I like that Simpsons episode. They got the song in there. Lisa, it's your birthday. Happy yeah, birthday, man. Lisa. That shit catchy as a motherfucker. That was classic. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? So now, like, it, it just reaches this point. And then it, it kind of puts y'all in a weird place of well, there were allegations against Michael Jackson at the time when you put him on the episode. Right. <laughs> so well, it's like, what what changes it now? It's like, yeah, he, he still hasn't been convicted or nothing. Well, this is, this is, uh, well, it's good that people are being... So the good thing about social media is that a lot of information is exchanged. Mm-hmm. A lot of ideas um, get to people where if not for social media, these ideas wouldn't be able to reach certain groups of people. Okay. However, the bad part of it, like I said, it bleeds into society. So now you have the whole social justice warrior thing because one of like the producers or the, the director of the episode or whoever of the... Um, of the Simpsons, when he was commenting on it, he was saying like Michael Jackson was using his cameo to like cultivate young boys for his yeah. own devious actions. And like, how could you prove that? Like, what? Like, I did I don't even think any of the dudes in the movie came out and said anything like that. Right, and and being messing around with young boys is diabolical enough, but not a make him into this Charles Manson type figure where it's like, well, he used his platform on The Simpsons. Further, by the way, get over yourself, Simpsons. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're going <laughs> to use The Simpsons to, <laughs> to brainwash young boys. Like, you ain't that powerful. It's a decent show, but God damn it. And I guess on the other end of the spectrum, you got uh, director of Guardians of the Galaxy, James Gunn. He actually got reinstated this week. He got to his directing job back for... Guardians of the Galaxy 3, but he was originally removed from that position because old tweets were brought up, and I'm talking about tweets from 2009, that were actually already brought to light and he had already apologized for, but they were brought back up because he had a pistol of some Donald Trump supporters, um, so they decided to make a big stink about tweets, and his tweets are terrible, like, bad, I'll give you an example of just some of them, like, James Gunn, wondering which Disneyland characters would be worse to get raped by, I think it's goofy, but Sleepy would suck too. Uh, just made a joke about ass raping my friend when she was asleep. Um, I'm doing a big Hollywood film adaption of The Given Tree with a happy ending. The tree goes back and gives the kid a blowjob. The best thing about being raped is when you're done being raped, it's like, ooh, this feels great not being raped. Uh, for the record, I'm against rape and baby eating in real life unless you're really, really hungry. The Expendables were so manly, I fondled the shit out of the little pussy... Oh, sorry, no. I fucked the shit out of little pussy boy next to me. The boys are back in town. Um, hmm. <laughs> it's it's bad. It doesn't get better. But he had uh, originally come out in 2018 and stated, you know, uh, many people 
profile of my career, know when I started, I viewed myself as a provocateur, making movies and telling jokes that were outrageous and taboo. As I've discussed publicly many times, as I've developed as a person, so as my work and humor. Not to say that I'm better, but I am very different than I was a few years ago. Today, I try to root my work in love and connection and less in anger. My days of saying something just because it's shocking and trying to get a reaction are over. In the past, I have apologized for the humor of mine that have hurt people and truly felt sorry and meant every word of my apologies. Um, so you know he's come out. It's it's it's, it's the same thing that's that's that uh, Kyler Murray uh, Heisman Trophy champion uh, yeah winner is uh, going through now, where he uses the word queer in in many of his tweets. Um, a lot of a lot of sports stars, their old tweets are being brought back out. But and this Hart. is one of the. Kevin Hart, exactly. This is one of the rare situations where actually you see Disney hiring him back, though, because he, uh, you, you really see that, you know what I'm saying? So, but I guess because Zoe Saldana, um, Chris Vouch Pratt, for him. yep, and and Batista vouched for him, he got his job back. So that's one of the rare times you'll ever see that, man. So I guess. Well, I guess also the, I think that people, there's a, a a a sense out there or a feeling out there that's trying to counter this whole fire him because he was a he wasn't a great person back then or he wasn't as good a person back then than he is now mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying you look at kevin hart and his tweets like he this is no excuse but a lot of comedians of his generation they say some homophobic stuff you know what i'm saying yeah, so yeah, but yeah. it doesn't excuse him or racist or or, you know or racist yeah. Or and they say you know what they still do because mm-hmm. what comedians are speaking to, right? And I think and that's why when we spoke about this offline, I was I, first thing I asked you was he a comedian because comedians tend to bring up these taboo things and try to put a ironic spin on it and that makes the comedy. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So like a, a taboo thing like thinking, whoa, well, what if my son was gay? Like I would do this. You know what I'm saying? So. Yeah, I'm, 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 in a way, I'm kind of glad that they brought him back because it shows that people can be redeemed. People can redeem themselves. Exactly. Exactly. And, and, and you know, hopefully uh, he makes a good movie out of it. And before we wrap it up, man, in this, in this final little segment we got right here, I guess the last lesson of the day is don't be friends with Jose Canseco because he's just a bitch-ass nigga. <laughs> Sucker shit at his finest, man. I, I, I'll quote Rick Ross. Jose Canseco just snitching because he feed me. <laughs> Definitely, man. Jose Canseco, uh, sorry, Jose Canseco in a series of tweets decided that he wanted to shine a light on Alex Rodriguez, A-Rod, um, as being a cheetah on the same week that he proposed to Jennifer Lopez. Um, so let's let's start with the first bitch-ass tweet. Watching World of Dance, watching J-Lo text Alex Rodriguez, little does she know that he is cheating on her with my ex-wife Jessica poor girl she has no idea who he really is i was there a few months back with her when he called her on the phone <laughs> alex rodriguez i challenge you to a boxer match or mma match anytime you want <laughs> just suck a shit at his finest bro like what, what first of all his wife his ex-wife came out and said this is completely not true i, I, don't, I don't even chill with uh jose like that and i haven't seen alex in like over five years so you know what i mean but what how does a dude sleep at night just come just tweeting some shit like that? <laughs> like I've seen it happen before, man, where guys some switch goes off in their head and they just they whole shit is off balance because of some failed relationship that they had. I don't know what's going on between Jose Canseco and his ex-wife, but 
a lot of, I've seen it before when dudes are like they might be in family court or something, they're saying crazy stuff about their wife and their wife's mm-hmm. or ex wife or or the mother of their child saying crazy stuff about them on the internet. Yeah, we've seen that. Yeah, like it, <laughs> it, it it happens, it happens quite a lot. You know what I'm saying? So like shit like this, I mean they're celebrities. I think it stems from there are since Jose Canseco decided that he wanted to snitch on Major League Baseball for its steroid abuse. A lot of people have come out as as you know being charged with having um using steroids. Um, Alex Rodriguez never was caught on anything, but he was suspended, um because you know it just the evidence looked bad against him. And my man has like two baseball jobs, ESPN and Fox. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like he's married J Lo, so I think it just looks like damn steroids ruined my life. I'm I'm doing celebrity boxing matches. This nigga's still eating. <laughs> you know, good too. Eating and ate very well when he was in in Major League Baseball. Right. So I, it's just like that. But that the hater that the hater shit like that is the reason Facebook and Instagram went out for a day because <laughs> it was just so much hate on the bitch. Like the shit just had to stop working. Because I don't. Yeah. <laughs> how could you? I don't even get it, bro. I don't, like J Lo, bad. Let's not get that twisted. She is bad, but she ain't that bad enough for you to just become a sucker about your shit, bro. Right, right. <laughs> so, yeah, that's that's extreme hating, man. Just hating on other people's success. And Jose Canseco was one of the most uh, hailed athletes in, in baseball at a, at a point. Now he ain't shit. He's doing reality shows and stuff, like the weird ones, not like the cool ones. Celebrity boxing matches. He got fined. Uh, uh, like uh, he, he has a twin brother, I guess, and had his twin brother show up for one of his celebrity boxing matches. <laughs> and they, they, they caught him and they ended up taking like $5,000 from him or some dope shit like that but bro <laughs> I, I don't like you know what I mean I guess the lesson of the day is is don't be like Jose Canseco if, if you're gonna take pictures with a Jaguar if you're gonna be an asshole at a basketball game if you're gonna pay William Rick Singer to get your kids into school all that would be better than living life like Jose Canseco man yeah don't be Jose Canseco and and, and don't be a victim of white crime (laughs) Uh, Keith where can they find you at on social media brother IG me and my underscore 35 you know you can find perfect talk at perfect talk radio on Instagram you can also find your boy DJ Playboy at Plickapeezy P-L-I-C-C-A-P-E-E-Z-Y make sure you give us a shout out let us know what's going on in your life also check out uh, Mixcloud or download the Mixcloud app and check out your boy DJ Playboy you can find me on there uh, DJ Plicka Playboy and episode 3 is dropping soon so make sure you check out the night shift man it's going down like that we up out of here until next week people peace yeah, yeah.